If I asked you right now to list all of the subscriptions you pay for, would you be able to? I really thought my answer to that question would be a resounding yes. But with the help of Rocket Money, I was able to find some sneaky ones I must have forgotten to cancel before the free trial ran out. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting slash kids subscriptions, though they all seem like really small amounts, when pulled together, that's a pretty big chunk of your spending money out the door. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over $500 million in cancel subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Are you looking to make better, healthier choices this year? Then let me help you out by introducing you to ButcherBox. ButcherBox not only helps you treat yourself to more delicious and wholesome meals, but it takes the guesswork out of finding high-quality meat with humanely raised beef, pork, chicken, seafood, and more that's delivered straight to your door. ButcherBox partners with folks who share their high standards and truly care about how animals are raised. Plus, they're B Corps certified, which makes me feel even better about my decision to be part of the ButcherBox community. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus get, 20, plus get $20 off your first order. That's right. New users will receive their choice of two pounds of ground beef, three pounds of chicken thighs, or one pound of premium steak tips for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Today's episode is sponsored by Fire Bee Honey. If you are looking for something unique and absolutely delicious, then look no further because I am about to tell you about my latest obsession. Fire Bee Honey is honey with a kick and the perfect ratio of sweet and heat. This honey is handcrafted in small batches to transform the flavor of raw honey without compromising its amazing health benefits. They use the perfect blend of flavors so even non-spicy lovers can enjoy. We use honey a ton in our house, but wanted to spice things up with a little more flavor. And let me tell you, this stuff is a game changer for sure. My son and I are big chicken nugget people and honey is our go-to dipping sauce. But recently, we switched up our traditional honey for fire bee honey. And let me tell you, I may never go back. And if a kick isn't your thing, fire bee has flavors like cinnamon, vanilla, elderberry, and chocolate that would be perfect for baking and other items like spicy honey beef jerky and spicy honey barbecue sauce. So if you are ready to spice up your meals and enjoy some flavor while still reaping the benefits of raw honey, then Fire Bee is the place for you. Get 15% off your purchase when you order two or more bottles by using the link www.firebeehoney.com slash morning cup of murder. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police the arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder... Coincidence can sometimes be nefarious. On April 11th, 1925, a woman was arrested after some doctors and investigators found her family's bad luck and coincidence a little suspicious. 
So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. The Cunningham family of Batchley Corners, Indiana, were struck by tragedy on July 2nd, 1918, when Patriarch David Cunningham died of a mysterious stomach issue after several days of illness. His wife of about 20 years was left without a husband and father to her seven children, but took the $1,000 in life insurance he left behind and moved to Gary, Indiana to try and start their lives again, selling their 37-acre farm to a neighbor who, along with all the other neighbors of the Cunninghams, considered Anna a little bit odd and eccentric. On December 31st, 1919, a little over a year after her father died and the family made their big move, 28-year-old Isabel Cunningham died leaving her mother with the same payout her father had, a policy that was obtained just five weeks before her death. She, just like her father, suffered from serious stomach ailments for several days before finally passing away. Harry Cunningham, who was the driving force for their relocation, was the next to grow ill from this mysterious stomach issue. He was 23 years old when he died in 1923, and less than a year before his death, was insured for a large sum of $2,500. Then came 18-year-old Charles, who earned his mother $850 in insurance money and 13-year-old Walter, who only got her $180. The smaller payouts were due to the children dying before she could make enough payments on the policy. Now, one of the only children left in his mother's care was 20-year-old David Jr., and he was struck with the same illness and rushed to a hospital where he began the fight for his life, all while his mother waited on the potential $1,000 she could earn if he didn't make it out alive. While he sat in the hospital, investigators started to look into Anna Cunningham, unsure of how she ended up being so unlucky in life that she would lose almost her entire family over the course of just a handful of years. The bodies were exhumed and organs tested for poison. They came back positive for arsenic poisoning, and when searched, the Cunningham home had a large quantity of the poisoning that Anna claimed was for spraying her plants. As police pressed her for information, Anna collapsed and was sent to the hospital. When she awoke later, she attempted to strangle herself before the police could resume questioning, but was stopped before any real damage could be done. It was only after her suicide attempt that she admitted to poisoning three of her children. She was officially arrested on April 11, 1925, and charged with murder, and on the 15th, signed a written confession that claimed she poisoned the children by feeding them arsenic-laced bread and butter sandwiches. That same day, she fell into a coma, which made many question her confession, claiming it was obtained while she was in a delicate condition. She awoke later and her trial began on July 13, 1925, at which time the jurors heard that she poisoned all but one of her children, a 17-year-old girl named May, and all but one, David Jr., who was now paralyzed but recovered, had died in her care. May would go on to testify that, after her father's death and their move, their mother had moments of hysteria where she would chase the children around the house with a butter knife and worked herself into a frenzy reading her Bible for hours at a time in a locked room. According to her testimony, she planned on poisoning all of the children and then kill herself in order to join them in heaven. Anna herself would later say, Something told me to draw in my head and told me I had to get rid of them. I thought that I was going to die and wanted to take them with me. 
I only poisoned the ones I loved best, and I poisoned the ones I liked best in turn because I wanted them with me. On July 26, 1925, after 24 hours of deliberation, Anna Cunningham was found guilty on one count of murder and sentenced to life imprisonment. But for reasons unknown, in 1933, Anna was paroled after the prison board found her innocent of that one count. She would live out the rest of her life as a free woman, living with her daughter and son-in-law until her death on October 6th, 1945. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on April 12th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.